Amen. Right. Father, we are grateful unto you for this morning. We pray that you touch our hearts. You speak unto us. You bless us. And you bring transformation in Jesus' name. Bless us with the word. Bless us with your presence. May we not live here the same. May we carry nuggets of power, nuggets of anointing, nuggets of greatness, and come out of this place overcomers, champions, and strong people. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. By the grace of God, we will continue the series we have been preaching. I said that this is a series that I'm probably going to preach to the end of the year. And I am sure when we enter January, I'm going to be going into certain areas along these lines. By the grace of God, once again, 2021, we believe that God is saying it's going to be our year of breaking limitations. Amen. You didn't hear me. I said it's a year we are going to be breaking limitations. So any limitation over your life will be broken in the name of Jesus. Anything that has stopped you from growing, it will be broken. Anything that has held you back financially will be broken. Anything that has held your marriage back will be broken. Anything that has held your progress back will be broken in the name of Jesus. 2021, eh, get ready. It's going to be a very wonderful year. You will, break, you will break records and set records. It will be a year of breaking every limitation. Get ready. If your house, you have never built, your family have never built a house before 2021, you'll break that limitation. If they've not gone to university, 2021, you'll break that limitation. They've not got a job that has paid them 3,000 Ghana cities before. 2021, you'll break that limitation. I said you'll break that limitation. You have not traveled out of the country before. 2021, you break that limitation. I said you break that limitation. You will sit on an international flight. You break that limitation. Your passport will receive an international stamp. You break that limitation. If in your family, wedding has never happened before. 2021, you are breaking that limitation. I said if wedding has not happened in your family before. 2021, you break that limitation. If bad news keeps happening in your family, 2021, we are breaking that spirit and you are going into a phase of no bad news in the name of Jesus. We are breaking limitations. Every limitation is broken. Every limitation will be broken. No man, no man comes to say, I love you and wants to marry you. 2021 will break that limitation in the name of Jesus. You will get a man who will come from wherever. He's a good man. He's coming to propose to you. He will marry you and break that limitation in your family. We are breaking it in the name of Jesus. In your family, nobody has done a business that has employed 10 people. You are breaking that limitation in 2021. You are going to employ 10. You will employ 20. You will employ 30. You will employ 40. You will employ 50. You will break that limitation. You have never signed a check of 10,000 Ghana before at a go. 2021, you break that limitation. You have never signed 100,000. 2021, you break that limitation. You have never signed 1 million. 2021, you break that limitation. You have never seen 1 million in an account before. 2021, you break that limitation in the name of Jesus. You will see 10,000 Ghana in your account and it is yours. You will see 20,000 Ghana in your account and it is yours. You will see 50,000 Ghana in your account and it is yours. 2021 is our year of breaking limitations. We are breaking limitations. We are breaking limitations. 
2021 will break limitations. We will break, look, we will break and set records. By the time we are ending 2021, you will think that, you will think that, you will think that you are running, you are flying because you are breaking records. You are setting records. Your father never built a house. 2021, you will start and you will finish. Your mother never built a house. 2021, you will start, you will finish. Your parents never lived in a good area. 2021, you would move to a good area. Your family never bought a land. 2021, you will buy a land and you will build on that land in the name of Jesus. 2021 will break every limitation. Will break every limitation. Will break every limitation. As a church, we'll break the limitation. As businesses, you break the limitation. As businessmen, we break the limitation. Businesswomen, we break the limitation. We would break limitations and we set records. You will set records for your family members to look at it and say that this one has broken through. This one has broken through. This one has broken through. You will become the limit. You will become the standard. You will become the, the one that we look upon. You will become the one that we, we aim at. You will become the one that our family look up onto. Breaking every limitation. Breaking every limitation. You have operated under this ceiling for too long. We are breaking out. Age 2021. Get ready. Put your hands together for the Lord. So when we are entering 2021, we must enter well. But I want to preach today. I want to talk about surviving the seasons. Let's go to Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 again. I'm still talking about while the earth remains. While the earth remains. As long as the earth remains, there are certain things that will continue happening. And the Bible says in Genesis 8:22, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. And I've talked about three Sundays already. I've been preaching on seed time is change time. You need to get that message. I said you need to get that message. It will help you. And the message is free. It's free. It's online. It's free. Go and download the podcast and get every message I'm preaching. It will help you. It will help you. I'm telling you. I know. Because the message that I'm preaching, even when I listen to it, it helps me. I am preaching it, but it helps me. How much more? You who didn't preach it. It will help you. So get it. If there's anything you must invest in, because of these messages, invest in an Android phone. Stop buying hair. Stop buying nails. Stop buying paint for your lips. Paint for your eye, eyebrows. Stop extending your eyelashes. You see somebody's eyelashes, you wonder if it's an umbrella. Stop extending your eyelashes. Buy an Android phone that can carry anointed messages. In your shop, play it. In your office, play it. In your car, play it. As you are cleaning your house, play it. Wherever you are, play it. It will help you. May I play music? I play word to sleep. I play to sleep. I went to a shop and went to buy a fan that has a Bluetooth speaker that has light because I didn't have enough money to buy fan, light, and speakers. So put it all together for me and hang it on top of my head. As I'm sleeping, the fan is working, the light is working, and then the speaker is also working. And then I'm soaking, I'm soaking, I'm soaking. When I wake up, I feel strengthened. I feel empowered. It's a spiritual thing. So get it. It will help you. Amen. So the Bible says in Genesis 8.22 that 
Seed time, harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer and day and night can never cease, will never cease, shall never cease. So as long as you are alive, those seasons will come and these things will happen. And if you know they would happen, then you must be prepared for how you will survive the season. So that's why first service I preached surviving the season part one. This afternoon or this morning, second service, I'm preaching surviving the season part two. Part one was different. Part two will be different. Get it for your podcast. Get it for yourself. Look, that message, when I finished preaching, I knew God was speaking in the church. And I believe that second service, this one too, he will speak again to us. Amen. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6, where the Bible says we must go to the ant and learn. And so close of the first service, we had learned three things. I missed other things that we learned. The first one was that we must work without supervision. We learned to work without supervision. If you want to be able to survive the seasons of time, survive the winters of life, survive the summers of life, survive the cold and the heat of life, you must learn how to work without supervision. As long as somebody supervises you, they will share your money with you. That's the reason why your manager earns more. That's why your supervisor earns more. Till you become a supervisor, you will earn the money of the supervised. And you would earn the benefits of the supervised. When I was growing up, I used to see managing directors. They have clothing allowance. They have fuel allowance. They have entertainment allowance. They have security allowance. They have watchman allowance. They have eating allowance. They have every kind of allowance. And I'm asking myself that this man is paid so much money. Why is he getting all these other allowances? What will he use his money for? Then you see the watchman by the gate. Who needs the money? He gets only small salary. Not even waking up allowance or stay awake allowance. No allowance. It was in growing up that I understood that as long as you need supervision, even watchmen, if they raise their game to a point where they don't need supervision, they are valued more than the ones that you have to shout, open the gate, do this. Why haven't you done this? Why are you sleeping? Why are you this? Learn how to work without supervision. Tell somebody, learn, learn how to work without supervision. Then we also learned that we must know the seasons. Even the ant knows the seasons. The Bible says go to the ant and learn. The ant knows the seasons. They gather during the harvest and they provide during the summer. They provide. So they know the season and they know that this is the time of harvest. Let me gather my food because a time is going to come. I will not be able to gather food. This is the time. Human beings, we don't even know the times and seasons. So we eat everything at every time. Then the third thing that we learned, we must provide and gather. Provide and gather. The ant is able to provide and gather. Now, second service, I want us to look at how to provide, how to gather, how to provide, how to gather, all under surviving the season. Surviving the season. Genesis chapter 41. I'll start from verse 17. Genesis 41. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, so Pharaoh is telling Joseph his dream. Behold, in my dream, God had given Pharaoh a dream. God had given him information. God had given him an announcement. God had spoken to Pharaoh in a dream. And God wanted this message to get into his heart. And so that it will get to the people of Egypt. And then see how they can support themselves and help themselves. So that they can survive the season that was yet to come. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, behold, in my dream. And before this, Pharaoh had received a dream. And he couldn't interpret it. And many of us, God gives us dreams that we are supposed to use to help ourselves. 
we are supposed to use to protect ourselves, we are supposed to use to deliver ourselves, but we don't even understand the dream. We don't even pray about it. We don't seek to understand it. So the dream is there, and then we allow it to happen. When it happens, they will say, ah, I dreamt about it. I know a young lady that the Lord gave a dream about some months. The Lord gave this girl a dream. In the dream, this young lady saw herself in her primary school or, or secondary school uniform. This person had graduated, gone ahead, was now in a dream, saw herself in a, in a uniform back in the school. When she woke up, she spoke to one or two people that this is the dream I had. She was told that mm, this dream, it could mean repetition, it could mean stagnation, it could mean going back. So start praying and start putting things in order. Start changing these things. Do this, do this, do this. Do, this. do you know that she overlooked it? She didn't care about it. God sent a message through a dream. Look, don't trivialize your dreams. Don't overlook your dreams. Don't think that dreams are useless. Dreams are information that God sends to his people. Sometimes it, has, it is a pre it is a pre-warning of something that is about to happen or it is, a, it is an information of something that has happened that you must do something about. Dreams are not just things that come when you have finished eating too much. Sometimes it is from food, but sometimes it's a spiritual information that has been sent. Don't sleep and have a dream that someone was injecting you. You wake up and you feel some pain on your leg or your buttocks and you think that, oh, it was just a, a dream. It's not a dream. You have received an injection. You have received an injection. Something has entered your body and you must fight it to come out. Don't sleep and, and, and see a dream you were eating with people you didn't know. You are pregnant. You dream that a woman has come to you and says that, give me the baby for, for safekeeping. And you're also saying that, okay, then you wake up and you don't do anything about it. Go for your baby. Oh. Go for your baby. So Pharaoh was very, very wise. Saw a dream. Said that, no, this dream is not normal. So he calls for somebody who can help him. Joseph comes. Behold, in my dream, I stood on the bank of the river. Continue for me. Suddenly, seven cows came out of it. If I, had a, if I have a dream and seven cows come from the river and I tell somebody, the person says, oh, pastor, we did it too much. How can cow come out of a river? Cow from a river for what? Is it not fish that must come from a river? Cow there or yet there or river. So you would definitely trivialize it. Seven cows came up out of the river, fine looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. Continue quickly. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them. Seven before, seven after. All from the river. Pastor, what did you eat? Oh, Pharaoh. What did you eat last night? But the seven that came, they were poor, very ugly and gaunt. Such ugliness as I have never seen in all the land of Egypt. The cows were ugly. The first ones were fat and juicy and nice. The second set were ugly. Then the ugly ones ate up the first seven fat cows. Some dreams are nice. Oh. It's like a movie. When they had eaten them up, no one would have known that they had eaten them. There are human beings like that. I know some. They will eat everything, but you won't see it on them that they have eaten anything. You understand what I'm saying? When they had eaten them up, no one would have known that they had eaten them. For they were just as ugly as at the beginning. So I awoke. Also I saw in my dream, and suddenly, seven heads came up on one stalk, full and good. Then behold, seven heads withered, thin and blighted by the east wind. 
sprang up after them. And the thin heads devoured the seven good heads. So I told this to the magicians. But there was no one who could explain it to me. Magicians, they found somewhere limited. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. Even though you had two dreams, it's just one. God has shown Pharaoh what he's about to do. That's what I was saying. Some dreams are just about what, what is going to happen. God has shown Pharaoh what he's about to do. The seven good cows are seven years. And the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are one. And the seven thin and ugly cows which came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty heads blighted by the east wind are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Indeed, seven years of great plenty will come throughout all the land of Egypt. What, what, what I want you to understand is that life runs in seasons. And there is a season where like the seven fat cow season, you will have, first I was saying that there's the learning and then there's the earning season. This time there's the seven fat cow season and there's the seven ugly, gaunt, terrible looking season, cows, cow season. So we have seven fat cows. That season will come. It's the season of plenty, season of enjoyment, season of more money, season of energy, season of strength, season that season of stamina, season of ideas and ability, season of making money, season of gathering money, season of seeing God's hand, season of having fruit juice, season of having meat, season of having rice and beans, season of having jollof rice, season of having every nice thing you can think about. And so there are times that you go through a season when you turn left, there's food. You turn right, there's food. Everywhere you pass, things are happening. You get a job. You are, you are, you are not even satisfied with the job. By the time you realize there's another job that has come, you upgrade, you get another job. Things are happening. It's a season. Don't think that it is forever. It may not be forever. It is not forever. There's a season of the seven fat cows, but the season of seven lean cows will also come. The fat cows are for something. The lean cows are for something. Unfortunately, when we enter the fat cow season, people forget that there's going to be lean cows. We just enjoy the fat cows. We have our kebab. We have our pork. We have our sausage. We have our pochilala. We have our enjoyment. That is where you see somebody with kebab the length of my leg. Ochanenum. They pull the kebab. If you are standing there, it will hit your face. One on the left, one on the right. More tagginess to the right. More tagginess with ideal milk to the right. They pour the more tagginess, then they wore it with ideal milk. And then they the then they will use the tissue to wipe their shiny thick lips. Yes, bring more. Then they will call their friends, Charlie, it's on me. It's on me. Come and let's enjoy. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. Because it's a fat cow season. It's a fat cow season where you have received promotion. You have received extra money. You have received extra blessing. Your, your bank account is juicy. Your Momo account is juicy. Hey, money is coming from abroad. Things are happening. It's the fat cow.
cow season. I see you entering into the fat cow season very soon in the name of Jesus. Get ready for your fat cow season where you will not struggle for money. You will not cry for money. You will not be hungry for money. Things will be easier for you. Life will come easily unto you. You will break through easily. You will see money easily. Your business will do well quickly. May God cause this word not to fall to the ground and die. But may it fall on your head. May it fall on your life. May it fall on your business. May it fall on your family. May it fall on your future. May it come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. Fat cow season. The season of chewing meat. Enjoying buying by hard shoes, buying dresses you don't need, buying paint you don't need, buying things you don't need, things you don't require. You just buy, hey, this is very nice, bring it in. This one too looks nice, bring it in. I have a dress I've never worn it before. This green and yellow shoe can work for it, but it can work only once. Fat cow season. Seven years of great plenty will come. Throughout all the land of Egypt and throughout all the land of Rohi, seven years of great plenty is coming. Seven years of great plenty is coming. Seven years of great plenty is coming over your finances. Seven years of great plenty over your business. Seven years of great plenty over your ministry. Seven years of great plenty over your marriage. Seven years of great plenty over your bank account. Seven years of great plenty over your economy. Seven years of great plenty over your business everything you do seven years of great plenty is about to hit you in the name of Jesus seven years of great plenty great plenty seven years of great plenty you will walk in great plenty in the name of Jesus you will walk in great plenty in the name of Jesus you will walk in great plenty in the name of Jesus verse 30 but after them so it's, it's, it's talked about the first season, the season of great plenty, great plenty. Yours could be 10 years, yours could be 20 years, another will be 15 years, maybe yours will be 5 years, whatever it is. It is a season that comes and goes, it comes and goes, it comes and goes, it comes and goes. It will come, it will go, it will come, it will go. Seven years of famine will arise. That's when you can see some people who when you are growing in secondary school, these were the dons of the time. These were the people that, you know, when they released Reebok, they were the ones who brought it to school first. When they brought Converse with the lace, Converse, colorful lace, they were the ones who brought it first. And then high, well, friend, then cry, the, the one that they, it comes to your ankle. Combat, they bring combat first. Then high, some, they, they were the ones who brought it first. Long boots, long boots, long boots, they were the ones who brought it first. And then, and then that was the time that you you, you were wearing your uh, kayas, 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 sibo shoe. You were wearing your guarantee. And then these were the people. You know Converse, then they have something by it here. It's just, oh my goodness, all star. Seven years of enjoyment. So you see these people, you open their chop box, it's like Kingsway shop. You open their chop box, it's like Malcolm. You open their chop box, it's like Accra Mall. You open their chop box, and you are wondering, hey, what is happening? Then these same people, now you meet them, and you are wondering that, what happened to them? Were these not the people who were so big time that we couldn't even get close to them? 
We couldn't even speak to them. Now what happened to them? It is 41 verse 30. That has happened. 41 verse 30 says that, but after them, seven years of famine will arise. Seven years of famine will arise after the seven years of great plenty. And then all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. And the famine will deplete the land. So there is a time where you have a lot, great plenty. And there's a time that you have nothing. You have so much nothing that even the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. And the famine will deplete the land. The famine will deplete the land. That's when you see somebody who used to wear Calvin Klein or wear whatever nice suit. Then you see that now, now the person, even normal, normal, the person can't even put, put because the body, the body has depleted. So the coat that used to be a nice coat on him. Now when he wears the coat, the coat is like a parachute. I'm talking about fat cow season and lean cow season. They come and they go. They happen to everyone. Seven fat cow years. You have great plenty and very, very lean years. Seven. Where it will be so bad that you forget the plenty. I remember one day, one of my aunties was talking to my mother, my late mother. And then this auntie was saying that, you remember when we used to have, I think my wife was there. When we used to have holics, when we used to have this, when we used to have cheese, when we used to have grapes, when we used to have this, then my, my, my mother said, stop that nonsense. It's, it's, it's past. It's past. Let the past be in the past and let's move on with our life. Because at the time, at the time, there was no grapes. <laughs> at the time, there was no holics. It was, it was green tea. <laughs> there was no holics. It was, it was house of cocoa. There was no holics. It was now some um, bitter cocoa. No holics. Bitter cocoa. So my mother said, hey, forget about this nonsense. Let's move on. It's a lean season now. It's a lean season. Forget about the fat cow season. Let's look at the lean season. How are we surviving now? My wife was there and she came to tell me. She came to laugh at me. That I hear, I hear you used to drink holics. I said, you, you are looking at me and you are laughing like that. I used to drink holics. Don't I look like a holics baby? But it was a confirmation to her that I used to be that about a Asemintia. Now my head about that. When I was telling my wife that I used to be a very, you know, proper person, that a big guy. She said, Oh, when I saw you, he saw she saw my lean season, Pastor. She saw me in my lean season. Very lean, tired, ragged, like the cross of Jesus. Lean season. Old ragged cross. My shoe had holes. You can ask Nesta. I get to the office and it, if it rains on my way to the office, when I get to the office, I must remove the shoe and hang the socks to dry. The, the socks must dry. And so I never used to come out of my office because the socks is hanging under the table. And so when anybody comes to visit me, I just stand behind the table. Hey, how are you? Because I'm barefooted. I started social distance a long time ago. How are you? Everything fine, Charlie. It's powerful. I will never come out for you to see that the guy know the wear shoe. I'm behind the desk. We talk. We do everything. Charlie, when you are going, oh, next time, Charlie, see him up for me, eh? That's all. So the shoe dries. The socks dries. I'm behind the table. Oh. Lean season. Lean season. So the fat cow season will come. 
and then the lean season will come. The lean season is so wild that you will forget the plenty. You will forget the plenty. It is that bad. It will be so bad that even when you are eating, you will forget that you have eaten meat before. You will be happy to get fish head. That is even good. If it, look, I know people, if they get fish eyes, they'll be happy. Just, I can't even, I can't afford the head. Do you have eyes? Hey, I'm telling you, that is the lean cow season. So there's the fat cow, the lean cow, 31. I'm preaching. So the plenty will not be known in the land because of the famine following. For it will be very severe. It will be very severe. I have seen it before. I have seen people. I have, I have lived by the grace of God for almost 50 years. So I have seen people who had and then who now entered the dry season. And these were people who didn't prepare for the dry season. They didn't prepare for the dry season. So when you look at them and, and you hear the story that these people, they used to have this Benz, that Benz, this Benz. I know a family. They used to have about five Mercedes Benz saloon cars packed in the house. Different colors. If today the man wears black, it is a black Benz. If he wears white, it's a white Benz. If he wears blue, it's a blue Benz. If the wife, the woman, the woman, if she wakes up and she feels like dressing yellow, it's a yellow Benz. After some time, Okada self, they know the fig take. Because it was the fat cow season that they splurged on the Benz. But the fat cow season will end and you enter the lean cow season. It is how you took care of the fat cows that will determine how you survive the season of the lean cows. If you only open your mouth and your armpit and your body and you absorb everything that comes in the fat cow season with your body, every hole on your body is absorbing some. Perfume is going to your armpit. Water is going to your mouth. This one, juice is going to your nose and your mouth. Everything is going to your ear. Every hole is receiving something. A time is going to come. You will not even have water. And that's when you will know where to put what. I said they had the fleet of Benz, Mercedes. The time I saw them again, homeless, these people were living on an acre, an acre of land. I saw them again, homeless. They had to move into space like this. No car, no motorbike, no bicycle, only local dogs. When you drop from that level and all your pets are now local dogs, eh, there's a problem. <laughs> all your pets are local dogs and you don't have any proper names for them. Ajua Hema, Equia Bebre, Enyoma Bebese. These are the names of your pets. There's something wrong. Especially when before then, you had pets that you call um, Donald. You had pets you call Chief. You had pets you call Tiger. Now your dogs have reduced their point where you have some, you call them Snowball. Now you have dropped all the way in Chinampo and Fanimo. In Chinampo and Fanimo. The plenty will not be known in the land because of the famine following, for it will be very severe. 32. And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God. And God will surely or shortly bring it to pass. Now, therefore, how is Pharaoh supposed to prepare? How is Pharaoh supposed to organize himself for this season that is coming? For this season that is about to happen? 
the people had been now forewarned and foretold and the prophecy has been given like I'm giving you the prophecy now. There's a season of seven fat cows. After that, there'll be a season of seven lean cows and that season is going to be worse than the fat cows. Everybody will forget about the fat cow season because those seven years are going to be seven years of hardship. Seven years of difficulty. Now therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man. Number one, you must become wise and discerning. He said, Pharaoh, if you want to survive this season with you, your nation, and probably the world, you must look for a wise and discerning person. A person of understanding. A person of outstanding judgment. A person of superior understanding, superior wisdom, superior knowledge. That is the type of person you must look for. He said that you must find one person who is wise and who is discerning. You want to prepare for the season. You want to survive the season. The first characteristic of a person who will survive the season is a wise and discerning person. Wisdom comes by prayer. Wisdom comes by association. Wisdom comes by exposing yourself to information. A wise and discerning person. A discerning person is someone with understanding. Someone with sound judgment. You want to survive the season, you need wisdom. You need wisdom. You need to be discerning. You cannot live like a fool. No foolish person has ever survived the season. Foolish people don't survive the season. Foolish people are killed by the season all the time. Foolish people don't go through one season to the next. They die within the season. They die. Foolish people are controlled by the season. Let me put it that way. So when, they, when a fool gets money, you know that, they, that he has got money. Because foolish people are controlled by the season. They have money. They are excited. Hey, hey, hey. When they are broke, you can tell. Foolish people are controlled by the season. It is wise and discerning people that survive and control the season. You want to control the season, you need wisdom. You need understanding. You need discernment to, control, to be in charge of the season. The fact that you have money doesn't mean I, I need to buy a new shoe. The fact that you have money doesn't mean I need to buy a new dress. You must be wise. You have a dress you've not worn for six months to one year. You don't need it. And we buy things that we use for one day. There's a wedding coming. It is supposed to be green, maroon, and lilac, and teal. The person who is even given the color, on Tada. One day somebody invited me for a wedding. I said, what's the color? He says, bent orange and gray. Orange, ekutu, ah, yasheno. Bent orange and gray. I said, now which one be bent orange? I looked for the thing on the internet. I saw it. I called my friend. I said that. That day I'll be busy. That day I'll be busy. I can't come. No, if I put myself in prayer, I'm busy. So it's not like as if, as if, as if I'm lying to him. I decided that day, that day I'm having prayer meeting the whole day. I'm very busy. Bent orange. What, what will I use it for again? So I spent even 500 Ghana cities to buy a suit that I'm going to use once in the whole year. You are not wise. You, you, you are not wise. I didn't say you are a fool, but you are not wise. And I can tell you that the season will control you. Why would you buy a suit for somebody's wedding that you will only wear once? And if it is your own wedding, too, why would you buy a suit that it take a color that you can only use once? Gray suit, black suit, white suit. How do you want to do bent orange and gray? How do you combine it? I mean, how does it work? Well, let me put it down. 
Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a descendant and wise man. I said the first characteristic of a person who will survive the season is wisdom and discernment. Wisdom and discernment. Foolish people don't survive the season. Foolish people are controlled by the season. I said when you see a fool, when they make money, you will know. You, I, had a, I, had, I had somebody in my life. That guy, breakfast, buys watche. The watche has willy, has gary, has fish, has talia, has nani, has towel. No, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. The thing, the, the, the food has everything inside. Eh? When he sits there and he puts his fork inside, the, 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 the fork doesn't even enter. The thing is so solid, reinforced, compact. You put fork inside, it will bounce. You, <laughs> you put knife, it doesn't cut. I said, my brother, will you ever build? Will you ever build? Will you ever build? Now he's, uh, he's building his stomach. Now he's homeless. No, when you see... When you see somebody, just by passing, you can tell that this one will be homeless very soon. Just by passing, you can tell that this one, <laughs> this one will not go far. This one will not last long. Let Pharaoh select a descendant wise man. You want to survive the season, wisdom and discernment. A wise man, a descendant person, a person of understanding, a person of outstanding judgment. Without that, you will not survive the season. Without that, you will not survive the season. Verse 34. Are you following the message? Let Pharaoh do this. And let him appoint officers over the land. Appoint officers. You must be an overseer of your resources. Appoint officers over the land. You yourself, you can't appoint officers. But you appoint yourself as an officer overseeing your resources. There are many people, they don't oversee their resources. Their resources operate by themselves. So they don't ever ask questions. They don't ask questions. They don't think about anything. They don't oversee their resources. I'm talking about frugality. They are not frugal. Frugality is the wise spending of resources or the wise management of resources. Many people are not frugal. They do not know how to oversee. Appoint yourself as an officer over your resources. Appoint yourself over your resources. So when you see lights on, turn off the light. I'm an officer over my resources. When you see water running, turn it off. In my house, I am the overseer of the resources. When you are brushing your teeth and I see that you have opened the tap and you are just there, turn off the tap. And that's what a lot of people do. They open the tap and they are, where you stand in the bathroom by the sink, then they turn on the tap. The water is just running and they are standing there. By the time they finish brushing, they are 32 teeth. Three buckets of water is gone. You are a joker. You can easily not be rich. You will never see money. Appoint yourself as an overseer of your resources. Check everything that is going. Check light. Check water. Check um, um, food. Check everything that is going. That is what Joseph was telling Pharaoh. That appoint officers over the land. And their job is to do something. Appoint yourself. Start looking. Start checking. At the end of the month, take your statement or check your phone or check your momo. And ask yourself, where did the money go? Where did the money go? Take your statement and check. Which checks did I write? Where did the money go? Most of you receive money and you don't even know where the money goes. All the thing you know is that, my money is finished. Because you have not appointed an overseer. That is why you will not survive the season. If you want to survive the season, appoint an overseer over your resources. Appoint an overseer. Become yourself 
an overseer of your resources. Check everything that is moving. Check everything that is moving. Check everything. Check everything. After some time to become a habit. After some time to become a habit. It is not an easy thing. And some people will say, hey, Bibiano, person shame. My brother, you want to survive the season? Check it. Check it. Oversee your resources well. Be frugal. Don't allow money to go by heart. Don't allow money to go by heart. You receive 1,000 Ghana cities every month. Can you tell me what you use the money for? Some of us don't even know, don't even know how much we spend on our phone. How much we spend on electricity. How much we spend on water. How much we spend on shoes. How much we spend on transportation. How much we spend on things that we don't even think about it. And you are always crying. I don't have the money. You will never have money if you don't know where money is going. You want to have money, control the movement of money. If you don't control the movement of money, you will never know how to get it. Control the movement of money. You must know where it goes, where it passes, where it lands. If you don't track it, you will never be able to find it. And sometimes when you track it, you see that, mm, this saloon, I, I am working my whole life for this saloon. Hello? Are the ladies here? You realize that I have, my whole life, every month I work for this saloon. I earn 1,000 and I pay them 500. My nails, my paint, my this, my eyelashes, my eyebrow pencil, pons, my lipo lipo, my this, my that, my By the time you realize at the end of the month, you have worked for someone's saloon. Meanwhile, you are the one who is going to the office. You are the one who is doing everything. When you finish, then the saloon will call you. It's Saturday, won't you come? Your hair is looking very bad. I saw you in traffic. Your hair was not good at all. Won't you come and fix it? Get one or two weeks. Go once a, a month. Get one or two or three weeks. Things are not working. You take the wig. You comb it. There are times I see it happening around my house. That's how we're able to build our house. That's how we're able to buy our car. That's how we're able to take our children to school. The wig. You take it. You brush it. You spray inside. It is surviving the season. Surviving the season surviving the season because a time is going to come when you stand by the shop you will not even ask for the price put it in the car eh? put it in the car put this one too in the car how much ten thousand is that all fat cow fat cow but you must you must set a frugal leader to oversee your resources and you yourself must be the one and then number three i'm finishing on this one he says that these officers, to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years, one-fifth. What it means is that save, save, save. Try and save at least one-fifth of your resources. 20% of your resources, save it. Save it. Save it. I thought you were clapping. Save it. 20% of your resources. You eat everything. Once it hits your account, it all goes into your stomach. Save. Save. 20%. So, Joseph was telling them that if you can save 20% of every resource for the next seven years, when you enter into the season of dryness, you will survive. You will survive. So, have a plan for your money. Save. Save. Save 20% of all your income. Don't only eat. Don't only spend. Don't only waste. Have a plan for the money. Savings, bills, and fun. You understand? Savings, bills, and fun. So you divide your money into three parts. When the money comes, pay your tithe and put some aside for your offerings. Then the rest, 20% savings, 50% bills, 30%
So, so you, your, your needs, your wants, and savings. 50% goes into needs. The things that you need to survive. Accommodation, utilities, your bills, transportation, food. 50% needs. Wants are things that you don't need. Without it, you won't die. But you can just have it. Give it 30%. You don't need it. You won't die if you don't have it. Example, let me give you an example. Once, TV, DSTV. You can do without DSTV. Outings, where you go and sit somewhere and eat and spend money. You can do without it. Shopping trip, you can do without it. But I said give them 30% because there are things you can do without. I'm going on holidays. Gym membership, gym, gym membership. Buy a skipping rope. You go and pay gym membership. And you don't go. We are going to shed our pot belly. We are going to... Meanwhile, you want to shed. Come to church. Come and dance. You will shed it. You will shed it. Gym membership. Subscription. Daily payment. This one, that one. Unnecessary bills. 30%. Are you understanding me? So 50% needs. 30% wants. 20% saving. Definitely 20%. Save it. One-fifth of your money. Put it aside. It could be for future. It could be for school fees later. It could be anything. Just save it. Look for somebody who would advise you on how to invest that money. But by all means, at least 20%. That's what the Bible says. And people have tried it. And they have been stable. 20%. 50%. So, 50, 30, 20. After your taxes, after your tithes and offerings. So your tithe and offering is not in this 50, 30, 20. If you add the tithe to it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the things that I do. Tithe does not come into the money that I use for these things. Tithe is God's money. It must go to God. It must go to roof. It must go to church. It must go to pay pastors. It must go to pay other bills for the church. It must do something. But after I have taken out all of that, 50, 30, 20, some of us, we have done it for so long that we don't even have to now put it there like that. That this is, this one is for this, this one is for this. It's automatic. I know what I don't spend on. I know what I spend on. My family members know what the old man will spend on. What he will not spend on. What if you tell him, he will just smile. He will just smile. You want it, eh? Okay, okay, okay. Then, if it is something that I'm going to do, I'll give you conditions. Give me seven ones. Give me nine ones. Give me this. Give me that. It will happen. Nothing is for free. Everything is business in my house. You want it, you will have it. But I also want something. Work for it. I'll give it to you. If you start working for it and I give it to you and you stop working, I take it back. Very, very simple. I'm a madman, but it has helped me. No, I'm a madman, but it has helped me. You need madness to be able to survive the seasons. You cannot be a nice person and survive the season. You must be a mad person. Harsh realities. 20% savings is not a joke. When you earn 1,000 and you have to save after you have taken your 100 Ghana cities tithe or another 100 Ghana cities for offerings, 800 Ghana cities, and you have to save 20% of 800. That's 160 Ghana cities. What's left? And all this, this is what I have to use for transport, I have to use for credit, I have to use for data, I have to use for... Outing. That's when you realize that mm, I, I won't go out. That's when you realize that I won't do lunch outside. 
I will carry Gary and Sito to the office. Keep it in the office. Every lunchtime, I pour some Gary, I add Sito. And then you tell them that this is my favorite meal. One day somebody came to dash me ripe plantain. This is years ago. Brought me ripe plantain. And so for that week, almost every day, I was eating ripe plantain and beans, fried plantain and something, boiled plantain. <laughs> it has to be plantain. Then, then one of my family members came around and said to my wife that, hey, why your husband? <laughs> is that all he eats? I said, madam, this is my best meal. Allow me to eat it. This is what I love. This is what, I, when I eat, I feel like a human being. This is what makes me happy. Why are you coming to sit on my joy? Please, in my house, leave us to eat our plantain. There was nothing else. It's plantain that is there. We will fry it. We will pound it. We will mash it. Whatever is plantain. You did you there. Uh, you know, it's one way too much. They must balance the diet. It is your income that balances the diet. Your money is not enough. Stop balancing the diet. Eat what you have and start let it give you some fire to look for money and to do what is right for the money. Are you understanding me? 50, 30, 20. It's not a joke. You must be a mad woman to do it. You must determine that I'll do it. You must determine that I am coming. No, you must, you must force yourself. 20%. If I have to fast, I will fast to get that 20% because a few years down the line, that 20% will do you so much good. I forced myself to do some small, small savings just for a year. When I saw the interest that they gave me, I said, God, give me money to save some money. Give me money. But I realized that if you are looking for big money to save, you will never find it. So at your age now, even if it's 500 Ghana you are earning, after taking out your tithes, 20% force yourself. Find somebody where can I invest this thing? How do I? There's treasury bills. There are other investment things that you can do. May God give you wisdom. May God give you wisdom. And it's in the Bible. Collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven fruitful years. Collect it. Collect it. Collect it. And let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming. And store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh. And let them keep food in the cities. You must learn how to save some. And don't finish spending before you save what is left. Collect from the top. 20. It must go. Then 50. Then 30. 20 must go first. That is what we call the principle of paying your, yourself first. Pay yourself first. You get 200 Ghana cities. Pay yourself the 20%. Put it somewhere. Whatever you do, once you get money, pay yourself. 20%. They took it. They took it. And because of that, when the seven lean cow years came, the whole world was going to Pharaoh and his Egypt and Joseph the prime minister and everybody in this world was looking up to them. If you can save the 20% over a long period, a time is going to come, your family will look up to you, your business will look up to you, your friends will look up to you, people around you will look up to you because you will be a strong tower. A strong tower that can survive the season, can survive any terrain, can survive hardship, can survive hunger, can survive heat, can survive anything. May God give you the wisdom. May God give you discernment. 
May God give you the grace and may God empower you to do what you have heard and may your life become better because of what you have heard in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for the Lord. And let us pray to close. Father, we are grateful unto you for this time in your presence. Thank you for the word that you've given unto us. Help us to be doers and not hearers only. And bless us as we do it in Jesus' name. Amen.